Welcome to the See It To Be It podcast. This holiday season, we're excited to bring you some of our favorite interviews from 2019. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss a single new episode of See It To Be It in 2020. Hello, everyone. Welcome to today's episode of On The Spot. I am the founder, Melinda Garvey, and always excited to be with you every week when we bring you more incredible role models. And today, of course, is no exception. We are welcoming Anna Lozano and Lindy Sood, the founder of Love Powered. And they have a really cool story about their company and how it grew and evolved. So welcome, ladies. We look forward to hearing all about you. Thanks for having us. And they were just telling me that they are in Ontario, Canada, and it's getting chilly there already. I see one of them wearing a a turtleneck, and here I am in Austin in 100 plus degree weather. So a little bit different there. We're both envious of each other. Anyway, what I really love to do, because I think it's so important to see the paths that we go through, because, you know, no one's path is straight. And we all think, oh, this is what I'm going to be doing, or this is what I studied in school. And then something changes and switches. You have lots of pivots along the way. So I'd love for each of you just to tell us, what was your big dream when you were growing up? What do you think you were going to be doing? Anna, you want to start? Sure. That's a great question. So... I always knew I wanted to be successful. I remember dreaming of being a millionaire when I was quite young. And the reason behind it is because my family and I immigrated to Canada when I was six years old. I'm from Poland. Oh, okay. Yeah, I really saw my parents struggling to make ends meet. They were 26 in a new country, not speaking the language, a couple hundred dollars in their pocket. And it was hard. It was hard growing up and it was hard for them. And so I just saw them work really, really hard to make money. And that's something that I did not want when I grew up. So I just had this big dream of being a millionaire and just taking care of my family, taking care of my parents and making it really easy. I wanted life to be easy when it came to finances. How's that worked out for you? Easy. Life being easy. I don't know about that. It's not easy ever, but you know, it's all perceptional. So we can choose to make it easy (laughs) within our own selves. And I remember the first autobiography I picked up was Richard Branson's and um, his story just inspired me and he's such an incredible entrepreneur. So that entrepreneurial fire was within me from an early age, even though my parents weren't entrepreneurs, I wasn't surrounded by that. So very cool. Very cool. And how about you, Lindy? Yeah, for me, it's funny, Anna and I have actually gone back and talked about what was our dream as a kid. And so I've heard her story. And for me, I just wanted to create. I wanted to be an artist. I wanted to be a writer. I wanted to be a musician. This is what I thought my life would be. I I pictured myself as some sort of artsy person living in, you know, bohemian lifestyle, Mm -hmm. that kind of thing. And when we look at it now, She's so business savvy and I'm the creative and we kind of have come together and we're using our strengths. Like I, I remember wanting to be a photographer too. And now mm. here I am in the role that we're in being able to, to do that. Yeah. It's for, in terms of the entrepreneurial fire, it is something that I learned almost, I think, through my husband. Funny because he's the one working the job <laughs> for the corporation, but he has this entrepreneurial spirit. And when I first met him, he was a friend of mine in university. He had all these side gigs. He was, you know, buying cars and selling them and doing all this stuff. And this is how he put his way through university. Prior to the actual gig economy that they call it now, right? I mean, exactly. he he was an early adopter. 
Yeah, he was. He was. And he was always like, you know, I'm living in this apartment and each one of our roommates are paying $600 and there's holes in the roof. Like this landlord must be making so much money. And he was thinking a different way. So when I met him, I started to think the way that he was thinking. So it's it's interesting mm-hmm. to see Anna had that fire as early as she can remember. And it was something that I learned. Mm-hmm. And here we are. Very interesting. Okay. So tell me about you two as business partners. How did you meet? And then tell us the story of how you came to co-found Love Power. Sure. I think I felt the kick under the table. This is (laughs) is the one for me to answer. Um, Yeah. So Anna and I, our paths have crossed so many times before we met. It was almost like a star alignment when we finally met Mm -hmm. because she was friends with my husband in university. I had heard about her. Both of us had similar friends. I would show up at a party and she had just left. Mm -hmm. And I was like, who is this Anna girl? Like (laughs) I need to meet her. So the moment we met, we just had a party party (laughs) (laughs) with all of our, you know, mutual friends who for so long was like, you need to meet this person. We just had this really dynamic energy between us, this electric spark. And it was almost immediately that we started talking about we should be in business together. We identified the strengths that we didn't have in ourselves that shone in the other person. Mm -hmm. And I think that we just knew right away. I almost feel like it was outside of ourselves. Mm -hmm. We met and we were like, what business are we going to do? (laughs) That was really cool. I mean, that's really unusual to start talking about that right away. Neither of you had a business idea and we're looking for a partner or something. So how did you then come to create? Tell me about that dynamic. By that point, Anna had been running her own business for quite some time. And my husband and I were running our own real estate business. And so by that time, we did know the ropes. Like we understood what it meant to build your own business, start from scratch, that kind of thing. So we knew we wanted to create from scratch. And we started just thinking about and looking at all of the different things we were doing in our lives and what was lacking in those elements. So for example, we were doing affirmations and we both were on this really really intense personal development journey. And we would share the best practices that we were learning or listening to on different podcasts. And one of the shared things was we were both doing affirmations for ourselves. We both had kids. We wanted to implement those best practices with our children. And when we started to look for tools that existed out there that would really be approachable for the child, but easy for the parent, beautiful. So you wanted to actually you were attracted to do this practice each day, we really found that there was nothing out there. And so we thought, this is it. I mean, if this is something we're craving, a tool to help guide us on this journey with our children, and if it doesn't exist, then, I mean, we're the people to create it. That's awesome. And so how long have you had Love Powered? And tell our listeners exactly what it is, what it was born as, and then it's morphed into more. Yes. So we started working on the idea November 2016. So we have four young kids amongst us. And I remember clearly sitting in my basement, having a bottle of wine and our kids kind of running around. And we started just writing ideas down. And when we were like, okay, this is it, we're doing it. From November 2016, we officially launched with Kickstarter August 2017. So it was a quick, let's do this. Let's get all the moving parts together, which there are a lot of moving parts in in launching a business like this or launching any business. But we just got working on it and we brought it out to the world August 2017 via Kickstarter. We reached 200% of our goal within 30 days. So we're officially two years in business. Wow, that's awesome. Congratulations. Tell our listeners specifically, what is Love Power? 
Oh, yes, of, of course. course. <laughs> of course. So Love Powered Co., our mission is really to power the next generation of mindful leaders. And we create affirmation cards for kids, for teens, and for women. So if someone doesn't know what affirmation cards are or what affirmations are, these are words or statements that we repeat. And they really instill positive self-talk, confidence, resilience, kindness within ourselves. And right now we're hearing a lot about the power of words. So this is our way of bringing positive words into the world to essentially build these qualities or these characteristics within ourselves, these positive characteristics. Okay. And you started out, obviously, this was something you were seeking for your young children, right? So you kind of started with that in mind. And then what happened? I mean, obviously, I can kind of see the evolution to teen, but what made you passionate about doing it for women as well? So if we go back to the beginning, the original idea for Love Powered was affirmation, connection, symbol, repeat. This was our idea. Affirmation, connection, symbol, repeat. (laughs) And it was mother and daughter idea. So our original idea was affirmations for mother and daughter. When we got down to it, when Femme came out, when our affirmations for women came out, it was such a natural progression. It was something that we wanted to do from the onset. But after talking to certain advisors and after actually going through the motions, we realized that we're going to really laser in and really focus on children. And then we'll come out and do the affirmations for women at a later date. The affirmation cards for kids, I mean, that was just so we were craving this for our children. We really were. And when we started to talk to our friends, they were craving the same things for their children. And so our Love Powered Littles box set of affirmation cards is right here. And the way that we built them out is we really used our children as kind of a test pilot. So we would try different things with them. We would see what would work. And we wanted it not just to be, you know, they rhyme off an affirmation and then that's it. We knew that the power of affirmation really goes deeper. It's really a part of influencing your subconscious conscious mind. So when I was saying affirmations with my kids in bed, they would just run them off. I am brave. I am smart. I'm courageous. I am brilliant. And I was like, awesome. But I actually do want you to be consciously aware of these words that you're saying as well. So for example, we have these cards here and on every single card, it has three affirmations, a power statement and a question, and then they explore their feelings and emotions. So I just pulled this one here. On the front of the card, it says, what's your power? The front of every card says that. They flip it over. This one says, beauty is my power. I am beautiful. I am radiant. I am magnetic. My true beauty shines from within. I am beautiful. And then the question that we ask is, what makes you beautiful? So they have to actually look within themselves, pull out that quality, and they can go, yeah, that is within me. I do have that. And the second question is, how does it make you feel? So this is really starting a conversation with our children too. So the affirmations, yes, but it's also exploring a beautiful new vocabulary. And it's also getting them to look inside themselves to find those qualities. I love that. Something that you said earlier, Anna, about just the power of words. I remember, you know, growing up, we were taught, you know, sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt me. We would say that if somebody was saying something mean to us, but flipping that, you know, and really thinking about the power of kind words, right? The power of affirming words. And it's really kind of flipping that on its head, which I love so much more because the words do have so much power. So tell me a little bit about some of your success stories or people that you've heard from where it's really, you know, made a big impact for them. 
Yes. So to kind of, you know, take you back a little bit, we've sold through 10,000 units to date. So that means that 10,000 families around the world have mm. been love powered. And for us, that's a, it's a huge accomplishment. I mean, we're still getting started. We're just getting started, but it is a great number for year two of business. And at the same time, we actually have a 0% return rate. So for someone who's received this box set in their home, they opened it, they started using it. We have zero returns. That's a huge win for us as a company as well. And we receive testimonials every single day and we share those through our Instagram, our Instagram stories. And it's just incredible. And looking back at yesterday with the first day of school in Canada, so many moms were pulling these cards out over breakfast, right before school, in the car, and just reminding their kids of the incredible powers that they have within them. Because anxiety has become, I don't want to say it's become a buzzword, but it's become something that is kind of, and it's not glamorized, but it's, everyone talks about it, you know, oh, I feel so anxious. Oh, I'm so anxious. But what is underneath this anxiety? And anxiety is normal. So it is a feeling within our body and our kids feel it, but they don't know how to express it. They don't know how to label it. And so when we can naturally bring out within our kids what is going on inside of them and they can talk about it, that anxiety actually subsides. It it goes away because it's a feeling within our bodies. And so that's the feedback we've had from moms with kids just starting school is we're pulling out their superpowers, their anxiety is going away. They're not feeling as scared about school, fearful about school. And that is huge for us. Also teachers. So teachers are starting to incorporate these cards within their classrooms because of, again, the mental health crisis that is globally going on. And we're just seeing such an impact such an impact when we really focus on being kind to ourselves and being kind to others and our kids being kind to themselves and our kids being kind to their friends. Yeah, that's awesome. Let's talk a little bit about just because obviously we are on the dot where we're really focused on women's empowering. And when we really look at what's holding women back, you know, this confidence gap, I actually watched the YouTube video on your site, which was really impactful, just see how much it affected the women when they talked about just their lack of confidence and just sort of the imposter syndrome and all the things that we hear about out there. So tell me in particular about your cards and when you're developing them for women, you know, what was your focus on that? The way that I actually got into doing positive affirmations, stating them daily, was I struggled with pretty intense anxiety in my late teens, early 20s. And, you know, I was put on medications and the medications weren't helping. They were making it worse. I really felt like a hollow shell of a person. And when I would go to the doctor, it was very... And by the way, if medications work for you, that is amazing. I'm all for it. It does work for some people. For me, it did not. But it really felt like a Band-Aid because where was this anxiety coming from? And it was debilitating. It got to the point where I was having panic attacks and I couldn't even get outside to go to my classes. It was pretty bad. Until I understood the root of the problem and the root of the problem was how awful I was being to myself, not good enough, not smart enough, not pretty enough. Why are they going to listen to you? The negative self-talk train was like full speed and constant. And until I learned how to tame that mean girl within my mind and change the way I was speaking to myself, the anxiety stayed. But when I did learn those tactics and affirmations being, you know, one of the best things that I ever brought into my life, 
the anxiety started to go away. It started to go away in the moment because I would actually recognize when a negative thought was in my head, I would tell it to shut up and I would replace it with the opposite. And it was like a mantra. It would take me into the present moment. And all of a sudden it was a very mindful practice because I wasn't thinking about everything in the past and all the worries of the future. I was just saying my mantra and it would bring me into the present moment. So in the moment I had that anxiety relief, but it also persisted my subconscious mind started to believe myself. So when I would hear, you're not good enough, I would replace it with, you are more than good enough. And if I heard, you're not smart enough in my mind, I would replace it, you're brilliant, you're brilliant, you're brilliant, I am brilliant, I am brilliant, I am brilliant. I would repeat these things. And so when it came back to us creating this product for women, it felt amazing, but it also felt like the next logical step. Take all of the things that we had done ourselves in our own world, in our own life, and bring it out to the world and hopefully help other women the way that I felt like I needed help. Thank you for sharing that. That's an amazing story. You know, I love that they are self-affirmations, but I also look at you know, even using them as things to say to others. You know, I often talk about building an ecosystem for women where we really are supporting each other and we have each other's backs no matter what. And what does that look like in the workplace, for example? And these affirmation, the kind words, is one of the things I talk about. You have no idea how just a couple of kind words, like you killed it on that presentation, whatever that is, can transform can actually help a woman get to the next level of her career because all of a sudden, if someone else says it to you, well, gosh, if someone else is saying it to me, it must be true. I mean, so I think that, you know, it's just so important to, to teach people that, yes, they need to do it for themselves, obviously, but also you then turn that and use it on others. That's amazing. And, and we've definitely felt a shift in business too. You know, we both started out in the corporate world and it was very competitive because there was only, you know, X amount of women at the top. And it really, in that environment, it was really competitive. I don't know how it is now because I've been out of corporate for 10 years. And we felt that in business too, but earlier on, there's been this beautiful shift towards collaboration. And I was talking to a friend and she's like, well, isn't it collaboration if you're not in the same space? And I kind of laughed. I'm like, well, yes and no. Like I really feel this genuine shift towards working together and raising each other up. And we're in the mindset of we really do believe there is an abundance in the world of everything, you know? So Mm -hmm. there is no need for competition because even though you may be doing the exact same thing, it's still a little bit different because it's coming from us who is the unique individual. Yep. And I love the way you talk about abundance versus scarcity. That's something that I talk about a lot as well, you know, living an abundant mindset. And I think that you're right. You know, it's interesting that your friend said that, well, isn't it only collaboration for doing different things? Well, no, because at the end of the day, what I keep trying to tell women is Mm -hmm. guess who people always look to? We look to the influencers and who are the influencers? They're the ones who are promoting others, who are making recommendations, who are talking about other, right? To say, hey, you need to meet so-and-so. The person who, in this philosophy that if I introduce somebody or make that connection that I'm going to lose out, no, 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 no. You're seen as that, like, wow. It's just changing your mindset of like, everybody wants to be around the person who's always introducing, right? Who's always making connections, a connector. So it's being others focused because then it comes back to you tenfold. Yes, that's the energy behind it, right? It always comes back. I mean, that's yep. just the circle of life and energy. It always comes back. I love that. I'm going to go online. I got to get your cards now. They're awesome. <laughs> Should we pull your card? Yes, that was love that. 
All right, so this is something that we typically do. So choose a number between one and 29. 23. Oh man, your listeners are gonna have to wait. <laughs> you count backwards. <laughs> count backwards. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> this is serendipity. Yeah. <laughs> wow, oh my gosh, I love it. Abundance is my power. I am abundant, I am worthy, I am enough. I focus on the abundance in my life now and trust that every day, in every way, I am taken care of. I am abundant. I love it. Think of all of the abundance in your life. How does it make you feel? Makes me feel powerful. Mm. Very powerful. Oh, that's awesome. See? (laughs) I love that. Okay. I'd love to do this speed round just so people can get to know you a little bit better. So we're going to do super quick answers and yeah, and we're going to start with you and then Lindy are each going to answer as we go. So what does your morning routine look like? Yes. Day after school starts. Good timing. Morning routine, (laughs) sleep in as long as possible on the to-do list with a one and (laughs) three-year-old. Okay, good. And how about you, Lindy? Okay, so actually it is good that you asked because throughout the summer, morning routine was off. There was no morning routine. We didn't have a morning routine. Mm. We slept in, we did whatever. But we are back to school. And what I'm starting with my kids this week is a gratitude journal. So the first thing that they do after they wake up, make their beds, and we all come downstairs is we talk about what we're grateful for. They write it down, what the three things that they're grateful for, and then three of their favorite affirmations and three goals for that day. So this has become our morning routine. I love it. So what are you currently reading or listening to? So right now I'm reading the new book by Joe Dispenza. So you are superhuman. Mm, love the title. So I cannot get enough of Oprah's Super Soul Conversations podcast. I can't get enough. I absolutely can't get enough. When so I go good. for a run, I'm listening. When I'm in a car, I'm listening. And so every single episode makes me stop and write something down. I'm obsessed. Awesome. Okay, who's your role model? Oh, so many. In business, I would have to say right now, I'm pretty obsessed with Jessica Alba. You know, she's a huge influencer and she's growing honest and honest beauty. And I just, she's super real. I love watching her stories and I am just so excited to meet her one day. Love it. Manifestation. Yep. Always. Um, If I were to think of business, I really love what Joanna Nix is doing. I'm not sure if you've Mm -hmm. heard of the company Nix. It's based out of Canada, and they are revolutionizing the way that undergarments are made for women and for teenagers. And it's unbelievable to watch what she's done in such a short period of time. She is just going to take over the world, and she's local. She's Canadian, so I absolutely love her. Another role model, I would say, can I say Oprah every answer? Just don't even, you don't even need to ask me. If you say Oprah every answer, it's not frowned upon. My gosh, she's wonderful. Okay, so what's one thing you can't live without? I would have to say, you know what? This is so probably not what you're looking for, but I've just become obsessed with being present because I'm such a high achiever and type A personality. If I can become present in moments throughout my day, it's just the best. Okay. I would say yoga. That's funny that you said that because it's kind Mm -hmm. of aligned. I haven't had yoga in my life for a while and I recently introduced it back into Mm -hmm. my life and it's actually shifted so much for me again and I'm, I'm in love. Awesome. Okay. So what's your favorite affirmation? So my favorite affirmations, I am trusting because that's something that, you know what, we, again, as a type A, I try to control everything, but just trusting that everything is working out for our greatest good. Everything is on purpose, good or bad, high and low. It's all part of the the plan and the journey. My mantra 
of what kind of got me through that phase in my life with that anxiety. And it is, I took all of my most self-limiting beliefs and I replaced it with the antithesis of, and it became a mantra for me. And I still say it today. I am peace. I am brilliant. I am healthy and wealthy. I am safe. I am loved. I am protected. Thank you for my blessings. Wow. That's awesome. Ladies, thank you so much. Tell all of our listeners where they can find your amazing affirmation card, how they can follow you on social. Yes. Awesome. Well, we're mostly hanging out on stories. So on Instagram and Instagram stories, we kind of give you the behind the scenes of building a business with young families. So we're at Love Powered Co. And our website is just being revamped and it's lovepoweredco.com. Okay, wonderful. I know that everyone will be running out to get their affirmation cards and we will certainly be watching to see what you all do next. Thank you. Thank you so much for putting all the positive out in the world. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the See It To Be It podcast. For more female empowerment, inspiration, and advice, subscribe to our free weekly newsletter featuring a new woman to watch each week and check out over a thousand more featured women at onthedotwoman.com. Know someone we need to feature? Reach out at onthedotwoman on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook.